Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Pointless Exercise podcast. It's time for the Bears podcast. Uh, the the, the primetime dominant Bears, 3-1 and one this year, under the lights. And with me, as always, is actor-comedian Mike Pusateri. And I feel bad when I introduce him as, as actor-comedian Mike Pusateri. And that's his, and Mike Presnowski. I don't need a title. Mike and I, I Pres and I are just some title. schlubs. We're not actors or comedians. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Pleasure to be with you, boys, as always. I mean, I am pretty funny looking. Uh, we can go with that, but, but you know. Right, I'll, <laughs> you work on, prol- I'll work on over the bike. Yeah. Prolific podcaster, Brasnowski, yes. maybe. Yeah. There we go. Triple P action. Yeah. But yeah, so the Bears 3 and 1 on, at primetime. And what does that make them then? 1 and 6? <laughs> Where are they? they four I'm stopping. 1 and 4 and 8, probably, right? Four and eight. Four and eight. Yeah. Yeah. Four and eight. Yeah. So one and seven on Sundays. Wow. Who would have thought that at the beginning of this year we'd be clamoring for the Bears to play exclusively on primetime? Yeah. Give us more. I bet you know who's not clamoring for the Bears playing on primetime? Fans of any other team. (laughs) True. Bears ruin. Somebody somebody retweeted that. There was a famous tweet from a few years ago. I don't remember. I should I should have bookmarked it so I give them credit. Um, they said people complain about the Bears ruining their Monday night games, but I have to watch this shit every week. You only have to yeah. play like twice a year, so it's not gonna right because <laughs> it's not yeah, like they play different at night. It's the same brand of crap, just with more people yep. watching it. Yeah, yeah. You just don't see it while you're watching your Steelers Ravens game. So. Did you guys see Kevin Fishbane unearthed that that was that's the first game in Bear history that the Bears um, won without? Well, wait, what was the stat? Without scoring a touchdown? It's not the first time they did it. Oh, I he he showed off all the times they've done it. I looked at it and realized it's the first time they've scored double digits without a touchdown and won. Wow! Every wow. other time was either nine, six, three, or two. 1938, there was a two to nothing win. Oh, ah, that's fun. Perfect. Mm. The over-under was three for that one, I hope. <laughs> it was a push. It was two. It was a play. Vegas thing. I think it's just, a, just a, anybody going to get more than one safety? No. All right. Over-under is two. We go one and a half. I guess it could have. Back then, there were ties. You could have had zero. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. True. could have had an over-under of naught. Well, I, I wonder what was, was – 
was that game at Wrigley and was there some weird like ground rule safety maybe where like a ball got stuck in the ivy and yeah. probably they it's, it's it was the first the, the first time they had to fill Soldier Field with or uh, fill the Chicago Stadium with manure and play on that instead mm-hmm. they should do that again they should do a throwback game where they go to the United Center and just play on horse shit it'd be really on brand for them I was gonna say yeah it would be really on brand for what the United Center is like these days yes <laughs> Come see horse shit on horse shit. Yours, Chicago <laughs> What a t- what a slogan. Shouldn't be all that negative though. The Bears won. They uh, won. Yeah, they won. And that was a very yeah. like I, I imagine you guys are, you know, well versed in games like these from when you were a kid. Like probably in the the Neil Armstrong era of watching games where. Bob Thomas or someone would have yeah. won the game all by himself. To be fair, a, I barely remember the Neil Armstrong era. <laughs> is that an old mm-hmm. shot? Is that an old shot? Dicka came in I do, I when I was nine. So. I not, not so much an old shot of you guys, just saying like that game was like from that era. But I do know like, that my, my first game I remember, my first bare memory was a Neil Armstrong game because Donnie and I had to look it up. It was, And I, of course, misremembered it, but we, we narrowed it down to a game in the Kingdom. Um, with the great me cussing out the great Bob Avellini when I was like seven years old. Right. Um, there you go. That would have been a Neil Armstrong special. But For yeah, sure. Ditka, um, I, I basically, uh, my own, my memories are really of Ditka. Back. Yeah. That's, that's a good, that's a good place to start. <laughs> good place Very to start. Good place. Stop, really. You know, speaking <laughs> of Andy though, the, uh, how, how, what would, what would you have said if someone would have told you the Bears are not going to score a touchdown and Cairo Santos is going to miss a field goal and they're still going to win the game? <laughs> Did you guys see that Cairo? What's the better than that? On the last drive, Cairo went over and told – I don't think – you can't bother the flus. He must have told the special teams coach. He'd be good from 60. Get him Just get him within 60 and he was going to win the game. Love it. Love it. And I believe it. He made the 55-yarder with, with relative ease. No problem. And he didn't miss the one because of length. He missed it because it was wide right. So. Yeah. yeah. Girth. He missed it because of girth, not length. It was a girth. Exactly. Girth. <laughs> Is that right? That doesn't seem right. That, that seems like a different podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a really bad sign when your best player starts off the game that way. Shanking a field. Yeah. Yeah. I just assumed that he was in on the take. Yeah. yeah I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And then, but he, if he was, he's bad at it. Because you know, all he had to do was miss the last one. And yeah, or he did like a, a Black Sox thing. It was like, no, I didn't pay me enough, so I'm going to screw these guys over now. <laughs> uh, before I forget, did you guys – so I, I'm positive this is what was happening. Uh, Joe and Troy were talking about Bears management and the decisions they're going to have to make after the season. They showed they kept showing polls. And then you saw – they just – they shot a couple of random old white-haired guys in luxury boxes. Mm-hmm. I guarantee yeah. they were looking for George, right? And like, is this George McCaskey? And they just showed him. It's no, that's not him. Is this him? No, that's not him either. Oh, that's got to be right. Yeah, you can't convince me that's not what they were doing. Like, what's he look like? I don't know. He's old. He's got a creepy mustache. We don't know who those guys were, right? They were no. They there were, must have been somebody connected with the team. Close. They looked very official because they yeah. were like they had a suit on right. in, the, in a box by themselves. You know, right. it's not part of a group. This is somebody who's intently. Um, yes. They probably were Vikings people. 
not. I was going to say, don't the Vikings have like five different owners? Like it's a big group. Well, if they had shown, if they'd shown Ziggy, Ziggy Wilf, Wilf, you'd have known because Ziggy, his eyebrows are so thick, it looks like he has a, a mustache above and below, kind of like uh, Shad Khan. Mustache above mm. and below his uh-huh. nose. So he's pretty pretty recognizable. There's a bunch of Wilfs, I think. Yeah. I don't Google Wilf at work. I'm sure it. I'm sure it stands for something. Don't Google it in general. You might wind up with that Vasante Shanko picture from the locker room too. I don't know if you guys remember that or not. <laughs> I don't. Wait, what was that? I don't. I don't remember that. The, there was a picture from like Ziggy Wilf giving a speech after a Vikings <laughs> win in the Vikings locker room and. Yeah. You can clearly see all of Asante Shanko. Oh my! See, yeah, big Asante and little Asante both on display. Is that what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, there we go. Wasn't on purpose though, right? Not like Zeke Mowat chasing the female reporter around with his pants <laughs> off. Uh, good times. Good times. Well, they won the game. Fields did what he needed to do. It wasn't pretty, but it wasn't always pretty, but still led him on that final drive, and he, he had a lot of really good plays. Yeah, the two throws to, to DJ were both really nice. The first one, he got, he had to buy himself a little time, and he made a nice throw. And the yeah. second one, he just had to hang in long enough. And the and the Vikings weren't were only rushing four late, which was making Troy lose his mind. Yeah, um, right. because they'd been blitzing all night and it had been working and you get to the you need to stop and it's like oh we'll just cover now yeah. like, why would you quit what you're doing yeah um, but they gave him a pocket and he uh, he found DJ so that was good um, and then the uh, Vikings should have probably just let him score probably should have right yeah would have given him more time on the clock yeah um, especially with, with Cairo Come on, he missed it. There's no way he's missing another one. No, you know right. you're screwed. Yeah, but I mean, they—they, they, I don't know if it was by accident or not, but they handled that last drive perfectly. He kicked the field goal to go ahead with 10 seconds on the clock. Perfect. Yeah, and they both teams were out of timeouts, so yeah, no timeouts. Um, so they just ran it. Just the kick team runs out. You don't get the BS. Oh, just before he kicks it, we're gonna call timeout. Nice him. You're right. I wonder if I've always thought this. Now that that's such a common practice, if I in a big moment, I wouldn't call the time. I wouldn't ice the kicker. I think the kicker is expecting it, and I think yeah. it might distract him. He starts to go through his motion. He's like, "Wait a minute, wait, where's the whistle?" Wait, right, and he right. Shanks I... it, thinking that uh, you were going to call timeout and give him a little chance to think about it. Yeah. So that could be the, the best way is, is the way Cairo did it last night. He just ran, just ran on like just get like normal fourth down. You know, not not in a rush. Plenty of time, set up, hit it. Well, he said he would have been good from 60. I have it on authority. He was making it from 80 in in pregame. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. Is that Greenberg telling you that? Is he resource on this? Yeah, he, was, he measured it. He, he stepped it off. And I said, John, there's lines <laughs> on the field. I don't trust him. <laughs> Too close to Canada. might be metric. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, I love it. That's another thing you get all the time. Right, is the the sideline reporter with the 
fucking big kick coming up. Uh, he was making these comfortably from 55 in warm-ups. Yeah, on a tee with nobody else on the field. Yeah. That's, right, with nobody attempting to block My it. joke is always like, right. man, you should have seen the way these guys were shooting in warm-ups. They didn't miss a single layup. It was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Should have seen how this guy was hitting in batting practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we do get some of that. They'll, mm-hmm. We'll talk about that. Oh, Ian Happ was just destroying the ball in batting practice. Well, good. Maybe we can get the pitcher on the other team to throw 70 miles an hour and right down the middle. Then <laughs> <laughs> everything will be great. Yeah. Uh, that I first wrote, Vikings – oh, uh, sorry, go ahead. I was no, going to say, that first say... Vikings drive, there was a uh, a, a miscatch that uh, was a really deep pass that, to me, when I saw the replay on it, didn't really seem like that was a drop. Never saw the ball hit the ground. Uh, were you guys surprised at all that that play stood as an incomplete pass? On the Vikings' first drive, yeah. And it, yeah. Um, I think we get yeah, they, the, the whole, they didn't challenge. They didn't challenge it. And then the Flues did challenge That's right, one. they didn't. He did challenge one late in the game. And I think it still comes down to nobody's really sure what a catch is. So yeah, if it's a more really sure. like he's like, fuck it, this would be great if that's not a catch. I'll just throw the flag. Yeah, because maybe Although that I was a, I got a fifty-fifty chance. So they might they're gonna maybe. say yes or no. Maybe, maybe. Although the one that flew's challenge was like, why are you bothering? That's a dumbass challenge. <laughs> that one, that one was pretty clear. But yeah, that first one, that was weird. You would have thought they would have challenged that. Yeah, especially I, I think I don't think teams are aggressive enough in the first half. Hmm. That's the time to blow a timeout. Right. If you're going to blow it, blow yeah. it. Like, how often do you really need all your timeouts at the end of the half? Not that often. So that's when you should be more, like, more willing to gamble. Because you get two challenges anyway, right? Even if you blow it, you're still going to have one. It's not like you're going to go the rest of the game without a challenge. Right. Uh, officiating, though, was really something last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why that- freaking play in the second quarter? That unsportsmanlike conduct penalty was amazing, incredible. I, you would think they'd be able to reverse that. Yes. I mean, he's sitting there holding right. his helmet. The logic with... of what, here's why I took it off. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. It was flopping around. It was going to poke my eyes out because yeah. that guy removed most of the face mask from my helmet. Yeah, and when it was so, they showed that kind of hit that like the wide angle replay of Kyler skipping down the field and taking his helmet off. And I was thinking to myself, it does he doesn't seem like a guy who's like, look at me, look at me. I'm going to take my helmet off. So it was strange right. to me. And then um, the pr- producer must have told Joe and Troy, like there's, we've got another shot. Just wait. Cause Joe's like, Oh, I, we're going to find out more here in a second. And they clearly didn't know what it was. And then they get the shot of him holding it by the face. <laughs> it's this ridiculous <laughs> contorted thing. And they're like, yeah. Oh yeah, that might be why. And then the John Perry comes on their rules guy. And, He's like, uh, well, yeah, I, I think on that replay, when they went out of bounds, if that would have gone farther, we might have seen what happened. Oh, do you think you might have seen what happened? You think we might have seen what happened. <laughs> Did you think he got hit by the by the injury cart later, and that's what bent the thing? Like, no, that guy who he was wrestling with on the sidelines destroyed his face mask. And by the way, isn't there an official right in that area? Because yes. that's presumably not the same official that threw the flag for unsportsmanlike conduct, right? Does, doesn't he run up and go, no, 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 hold on. He, out of bounds, they ripped, the guy ripped his face yeah. mask yeah, off. Somebody should have seen off. it. And then they always talk about and they did have one, right? They had one. It was it ended up being a big play for the Bears where uh, 
It wasn't Addison. It was the other number four. It's great. Madison right? or um, Powell. Powell. Yeah. Where um, Terrell Smith it looked like he missed a tackle and he got like 15 more yards, but then they they saw it upstairs that the guy's knee was down mm. as Terrell was wrestling with him, and then they put it back, and then it became third and long, and the Vikings and Megan had a punt. So clearly, there's a guy watching the entire game. Shouldn't that guy yeah. have been able to buzz down and been like, um, <clears throat> yeah, you might not want to call the unsportsmanlike penalty. Yeah, you might want to talk, have a discussion about that one. Yeah, that's funny. It, was just, it allowed me to reminisce about the only other unsportsmanlike conduct penalty in the Flus era, which is still the greatest one ever. Trenton Gill going out onto a soggy field with a towel, trying to like make a dry spot for Cairo. <laughs> I don't know what you Season think. Opener it's last not a year. sham wow, Trent. That is not going to handle that. It's, there's eight yeah, inches wow. of rain today. You're probably not going to soak it up. Good effort, though. That was his first NFL game ever. He got an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. And it's the whole <laughs> Just trying to be a good teammate. Yeah, we got one of the... Um, we got. Here's This is progress, though, for the Bears, right? They got jobbed on a roughing the passer penalty because they actually had a pass rush. And that was the Jervon Dexter used his whole body weight bullshit. That's just, it's the worst rule. That's supposed to be if you, like, grab the quarterback and, like, kind of hold him so you can ram him into the ground. Not, you're running straight at him and you tackle him. Of course you're going to fall on him. That's called gravity, right? Yeah, right. That's what a tackle is, yeah. So they got one of those, which was great. Um, hey, Montez Sweat had a sack and a half. It's got to yeah. be the first bear to have more than one sack in a game since, like, Richard Dent, I think. Yeah, probably. What, what, what are we at the count for this season? Are we well on our oh, way to 40? Look it up. We're on our way now. The turnover <laughs> one, they're actually – I think they might actually do it. With the four interceptions, they're, like, fifth in the NFL in interceptions now. That's true. Let's Can they play the pass for not every game? I mean, I'll I say like, this while you look it up. The, I was going to say, I like the, the stat where um, Vontez has Vontez, Montez has sacked um, Dobbs twice this year. They both were on different teams. That's great. E- for each of them. <laughs> yeah. That's it was cool. Commanders, Cardinals the first time, and then Bears, uh, and then Vikings. The uh, yeah, week one, they played each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Uh, among all the things that the Bears have given us reason to have doubt for this season, that has paid off pretty nice dividends. The Montez Sweat trade yeah, so far. Good. That one, that uh, one is good. That one is good. Oh. Okay, so how many games left? Six. Six. Aren't, no. Wait, let me do the math here. Five. Wait, they're four and eight, right? Five, so five, yeah. Yeah, five. Okay, it doesn't matter. They're going to get Six weeks. So they only need to get, in the last five weeks... Only, yeah. Um, 23 sacks. See? They no, just have to easy. get three more sacks than they got all last year. They have 17. They can do it. No problem. <laughs> it's just under five a game. That should be easy. Yeah, 13 interceptions now. Mm-hmm. Jalen has so three, what we... and TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds both have two. Everybody else has. Everybody else who has one has one. That's a lot of guys with one interception. 
Tyreek Stevenson, Jaquan Brisker, Jack Sanborn, Kyler Gordon, Greg Strollman, of course. And, uh, oh, and who could forget Quindell Johnson? Wasn't that Mahomes? Oh, well, I've already forgotten. might have been the backup. might have been. Um, I think it was. I don't think it was Mahomes. I think it was in that game, though. They pulled Chad Henney out of retirement for that game? <laughs> who is? They have other some other old stiff. I forget. Yeah. Other, other than... Uh... Uh, subscribing to the pointless exercise uh, Substack. What what was Brian Poles doing there with uh, the AirPods in his ear, with the laptop? But what do we think he was doing there? Hopefully, what, he, what I want him to be doing was I want him to be listening to the Bears radio broadcast and taking notes <laughs> and giving them to Kevin Warren, going, "Nobody knows what the fuck is going on." Now that might be good this Terrible. year. That's probably yeah. helping us this year, but in the future, you're going to need a guy who can actually describe what's happening on the field. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably um, googling head coaching candidates, twenty twenty four search firm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, it was nice. I'm glad for the Flus that he got a division win because it looked like he might go his entire Bear career without one. That would have been Not so now. sad. Another, check another one off the list. <laughs> I know, I know Poles is getting a lot of shit for the take. I'm going to take the North and never give it back. But he didn't say when they were going to take it. Yeah. That's so true. Put a time That's on true. It could be 2030 yeah. before they take it. And then they won't hey, give hey. it back. He didn't say it was going to happen 30. this year. Got one game each against the Lions and Packers before the end of the season, too. So, you know, we're on our way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and like Andy predicted before the Bears-Lions game, Eventually, the Lions are going to turn back into the Lions. Yeah. They had a really, you know, could have easily lost that game against the Bears. Had a really bad loss against the Packers on mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. It made the Bears, uh, took a little of the shine off the Bears' effort, I think. A little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe yeah. they just suck. <laughs> maybe they just are the oh, Lions again. The, oh, my God, they're the Lions again. We'll see. Yeah. But they, the Lions have a rough schedule coming up, especially with the Bears I, in two weeks. I know yeah. they play the Vikings twice, which that's two out of the last three weeks. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be too rough. Could be huge. Josh Dobbs, I think, is – that honeymoon is, is long I think, I think it's the past. Probably. Yeah. Um, eh, it's not so rough. Saints, Bears, Broncos. How about the Bears fix the Broncos? They kind of did. Yeah. Uh, Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. So Cowboys, it's a tough game. The other ones all should be winnable for the Honolulu Blue Win- and, uh, Silver. Winnable. You don't you don't see any necessarily any gimmies though either. So just the Bears. <laughs> other than the Bears and the two Vikings ones. <laughs> no, I think the Bears will play them tough. They got their number. Unless the Lions go no huddle like they did the last, and just you know score sixty points instead of yeah no. yeah. What do we think was behind? You wrote about it a little bit. What, what, what was behind Getzy having a just going back to the wide receiver screen every you know fifty eight times a game? I think the theory. What, what, what is going on with? That? I think the theory behind it, and I think it's a, I think it's a bullshit theory. Is if they're going to blitz on every play, then we're going to we'll catch them. You know, we swing it out wide, mm-hmm. and they've blitzed they've blitzed a guy from that side. We'll have a numerical advantage. But basically what you do when you play the way the Bears did with the constant wide receiver screens is you just allow the Vikings 
to blitz from the middle of the field. And no, you're not going to, you know, the whole thing about when somebody blitzes the quarterback, the best place to go is where the blitzer was. And if you're never going to challenge the middle of the field on a short pass, then you can blitz from the middle of the field and not worry about getting burned for that. And I mean, the other, the other big issue I have with the wide receiver screen is that the bears are so bad at it. Like they don't block it. Right. Um, Justin doesn't get the ball out as fast as he needs to so that the timing is never right. You basically just get darn it. It's, it's like a, it's, it's, I think it's Getsy's way of getting Darnell Mooney lit up like five times a game. It, Let's it see how hard we get it. Either like with it. him trying to block somebody or him waiting for the ball with a corner bearing down on him trying to time it so that he can you know, hit him right in the ear hole as the ball gets there. Is, is that what the offensive coordinator should be doing? Like, I don't like this. Try to get this. All right, here's what we're going to yeah. do. Justin, <laughs> run, the, run the play where we get Darnell smoked again. Yeah. Just for fun. I don't know if you saw Rich Eisen's tweet. He goes right after Eber flew through the challenge flag. He goes the Eber flew the Eber red flag toss was the Bears' longest attempt of the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah the ESPN had the stat where uh, in the third quarter Justin was averaging less than a yard per attempt. Like three, I saw that. Yeah, at least in the air, like three air yards per attempt. That was point eight. It was point eight. Or point eight, eight yards. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that's um that's hard to do. Gotta give him that. That's hard to do. Yeah, and I just get back to the whole if the if this whole thing is really about all right, let's see what we've got. Then have him just even you know they're gonna blitz, he's gotta just play the position. With Justin to me. Yeah. Because otherwise yeah. what would you what did you learn from last night? Nothing. Nothing. No. But what what is the end game for Flus and Getzy? Because they, they can't think. Uh, of they honestly, back. I think, thought that was their best chance to win the game. To win the game, and they they did, and that's the worst part. Now they're like, "Hey, see, we were right." It's like, "Well, Nate, were you?" I mean, <laughs> were we really right? Yeah. Because how, how their did you whole guys... thing was, I, I made this point for the conspiracy theorists who think they're out to sabotage Justin. I think if they wanted to sabotage him, what they would have done was put a lot of like seven step drops in stuff. They knew the offensive line couldn't like the blitzes were going to get home and he was right. going to look terrible. So if your whole thing right. was let's, let's prove we need a new quarterback. That's what you would have done. Um, sure. The, what Except, I thought didn't do just you know, any favors was how is the guy supposed to get in any kind of rhythm when every, when two out of every three passes, just a swing pass to one side, the other is hard as you can throw it. Right. You know, right. he's not, and then Justin didn't exactly cloak himself in glory when they did give him dropbacks. You know, he was doing this staring blankly at the feet, and he did it against the Vikings the last time, too. And I think that's he the did. game that scared them into this game plan because he, he, was, he was confused against the Vikings the first time. It was pretty clear. It, and they, that's their whole thing. That's what Flores is trying to do. He does it to other quarterbacks, not just Justin. They come from weird places with their blitzes, and they'll blitz all the time. They don't care. Mm-hmm. And then Troy made the case, made the point that, because of that, the Vikings get hit for big plays, and the Bears, by not throwing the ball down the field, weren't going to get uh, weren't going to get any big plays. But I think that was I kind of wish Troy had explained it more because I think the Bears had one good example of how you can beat that. That was the ironically, I think the Flus went for that fourth and ten on the second possession just because Cairo had missed the field goal, mm-hmm. and 
They called the they, they knew they were going to get blitz, and that was one they knew they were going to get blitz from the middle of the field, and they sent Moore and Mooney deep, and they had Komet block and then leak out in the middle, and there was nobody there. Those are the mm-hmm. kinds of big plays the Vikings give up. The Vikings don't give up the sixty yard in the air bomb. What they give it up is when you're challenging them in the middle of the field. If you hit a spot where the guy is blitz from, there's nobody there. That guy, you're, it's like DJ on the last play, even though that wasn't a right. blitz. Not, He's all by himself. There was They blew that, and then he ended up getting 36 yards on one play. So, to me, it wasn't like this should have been bombs away. This was they needed to be running intermediate routes that could turn into something big. But they only they were one or the other. It was either throw mm-hmm. it zero yards or try to throw it 35 yards down so why didn't they do that? I mean, why doesn't Getzey know to do that? Other than he's not very good. I mean, but but you know, because no. the theory the, the theory of okay, we're gonna run the screens because they're gonna blitz. That'll give us a numerical advantage. Okay, well after the first you know yeah, dozen times work. we tried that, it why doesn't you just work. Keep like, doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's. I don't know. They're sure constant it. amazement. They went from, he went from a game, the game plan against Detroit, which I thought was really good. Like, it, everything seemed to have a purpose. Everything was, everything accentuated what Justin could do best and what the Lions were going to struggle with. And then a yep. week later, the game plan is just garbage. Garbage. Total garbage. Maybe they had like an intern do the one for Detroit. And then he had to go back. His winter break was over. Right. He had to go back to Valparaiso, and then Luke had to do it himself. <laughs> but, I mean, I think one thing is really clear. You know, the Bears wanted to pluck somebody off of the Sean McVay, Mike Shanahan tree, and they that's, you know, you've got Matt LaFleur, and so then you get Getsy as an extension of that. But with um, um, Nathaniel Hackett proving he's a fucking moron, and Getsy. Yeah. Uh, don't go shopping at the Packer. Uh, if Three. The floor clearly is the guy doing all the stuff there. Yeah, right. And and Aaron. Rodgers was doing it. And Rodgers, right, yeah. 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 Helps have that guy. But hey, on the good side, we we don't have to worry about somebody poaching Getsy for to be a head coach. Well, we sure don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I also think I kind of, you know, as, as embarrassing as the whole Alan Williams thing was, I'm kind of glad for Floose that it happened. Mm-hmm. Because you get to see him as a defensive coordinator. He's done a really nice job with the defense. Like, yeah, that's they have a legitimately right. good defense now. And this is basically just like a reminder to the rest of the league that I'm going to get fired on January 8th. I can still be right. a pretty good defensive coordinator. Wait, let me ask you this question. And I know this uh... – I'm not. I know this will never happen. I'm sure this will never happen before. But with just just from my question about Fluce's personality, he seems to me like the kind of guy who you could actually say to him, "Okay, Matt, you're not coming back as head coach, but you could stay and coach the defense." Didn't we talk about he's, this? He's right? like the, Didn't we talk about right. it? Doesn't he seem like he doesn't he seem like the type of guy who might be like, "Yeah, I'll the- do that." Denver's yeah, that's what I specialize in. Denver's yeah. defensive coordinator, Vance Joseph, used to be the Denver head coach. Mm-hmm. He got right. fired like two coaches ago. 
and then Peyton brought him back. So has, has it ever? It's never gone direct. Maybe in the fifties or something. Why do right? I but feel it's never like, gone? Why do I feel like direct. the Bears have already done it? Like that was. <laughs> Hallis went to somebody and said, "All right, it's not working out." Did Abe Gibran have to go mm. back to be a position coach? Because that was their own head that. coach. He'd be like, Abe, I got to pay you, and I don't really want to pay you to do nothing. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I know they had they had like Rod Marinelli as defensive coordinator after he flamed out in Detroit as head coach. Right. Um, yeah. But I don't, I don't think it's ever been like a direct, like you go from head coach yeah, to I coordinator. Know. The next I, knowing the NFL, I'm sure it has happened. Yeah, probably in the 50s or something. Yeah. Somebody did right. something. <laughs> but also, you know, if you're loose, you're probably like, as you were saying, this is my sweet spot. What I do is I'm, I'm a defensive coordinator. This Bears team actually has some good defensive players. You know, I don't, he, he may never even want to be a head coach again, but if he does, what's better off for him? Staying with the Bears with the defense that's got some promising talent, guys he knows, or we waiting to see whatever, you know, shitty team hires Frank Reich and then and go be his defensive coordinator and have the worst defense in the league for three years while they figure <laughs> everything out. Well, and you make a good point about the personality because what you would think is what coach is going to want to come into a, a team and take the old coach to be the defensive coordinator. But I would think you'd sit down with the flus for like 20 minutes and be like, Oh shit, this will work. I mean, yeah, he's not going to sabotage me. And even if he did, the right. players aren't going to pay any attention to that. Right. He's not going to go behind me to the media or bad mouthing me or anything like that. He's just, he's just going to coach the defense. That's what I need him to do. That would be a very Bears thing. It would be. The only thing better would be if they, and they don't have anybody like this, if they promoted an assistant and demoted Eberflus. Like they had some hot shot on the staff already, and they're like, all right, uh, you're going to be the head coach, and uh, Flus is going to be your defense coordinator. What? Yeah. True. Right, true, true. Although <laughs> the, thing, the thing that might make it more plausible is he is the defensive coordinator now because Alan yes, Williams is right. in a place Alan Williams. So he is that. He's already doing that. Yeah, you're literally just taking like some things off his plate. You're not putting anything else back yeah. on. It's like, all right, you were doing this. You're not right. going to do this anymore. Maybe you could do this. I got a better idea. Don't tell him that he's not the head coach. <laughs> you hire a new head coach, and you tell him yeah, that's a I consultant. Like so and then, you know, they have the little switch. You know, he can switch uh -huh. to the offense and the defense on his headset. Just make right. it so the uh, the offense one doesn't work. But he, okay, he doesn't cool. know it. Like, like, it makes a sound. It like has a little crackle, and he's over there just right. chatting away. You know, hey, I think we should. Uh, uh, just we're gonna just go for a fourth down. So you got you got two plays here to get these four yards. That's all right. And no one's listening to it. The real head coach is over there, and Flus keeps looking at him like, "What the fuck is that guy think he's talking to?" And Poles could even yeah. tell him, "We're just we're, we're pretending." He, he thinks he's the coach. Yeah, his headset's not hooked up to anything. You're the coach. Yeah. You're the coach, Matt. We just you don't have to do the press conference anymore. Oh, great. Oh, this is awesome. I yeah. love it. Oh, cool, cool. And then they I win like the just Super Bowl, and that's it becomes real awkward because they go to hand the they go to hand the trophy, but they don't hand it to <laughs> <Eberflus>. <laughs> fighting over it. Like he's like, What are you doing? Why does he get it? He was the head coach. What? Sorry, he, we didn't have the heart he to tell you. That's Good job with the defense though. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I think we get yeah, I think that could happen. It'd be amazing if that did. You have a player coach. Cairo could be the. He's a kicker. What else does he do at kicking? And that's he's got to be bored. Let him be a special teams coach, right? Yeah. Let him put the little, 
you know, he can wear the headset and forget, put the headset on over the helmet when he goes out to kick so he can still coach while he's <laughs> on the field. Yeah. Head coach figurehead. Well, I'm going to write this down. I'm going to, I'll, 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 uh, I was going to say I'd email it to George, but I'm going to have to telegram it to him, I would think, for him to actually see it. Right. Carrier pigeon him. Great idea. Stop. Make <laughs> Foose think he's still coach. Stop. Oh, this is good. Call Starkist. <laughs> <laughs> what if we just fed him the man? Live to the fish and feed him, man. Right. <laughs> Oh, hey, Andy, you're not far from him. How far is drive from Sycamore? Uh, from I mean, I work in DeKalb, <laughs> so next time I head down there, I'll just zip over and see yeah, where there you go. Living. Yeah, just go with, like, a, a cooler full of overweiss milk and, yeah. you know, just pretend you're delivering it to him and slip a little note. Yeah, just follow the Camry. When you get there, just follow the Camry. It'll take it right to his house. Bring, I'll bring whole, whole milk. Hey, George, I got the hard stuff. I know how you like it. Whoa! <laughs> right, I got a, I got an idea for you. Well, I don't think Kevin's yeah. gonna go for this. Well, you know, you're remember you're the boss. Well, what about mom? Well, that's true, but um, that's true. You know, I go over and I'm about to chat up Vag. I'll start yeah, at the top. Bring a, bring a buttermilk. She go for it. Well, he seems like a nice boy, and I want let's not fire him. Yeah. Um. Here was a depressing thing. So did you see the uh, ESPN? Their uh, playoff graphic was a Christmas tree, and they had the they had the in the hunt oh, tournaments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you only needed like five wins to be in the hunt right now because <laughs> you got a five win team in first place right now. Yeah. So. so I mean, the Bears are just. If you looked, you know they. We'd, I've done this before, but they. Sh- it's amazing to me they've lost the Broncos. They had to give a 28 un- unanswered points to lose that game. Yeah. Um, I still think, despite the fact that, you know, I mean, I still think they would have beat Justin. They would have beat the Vikings the first time if Justin hadn't gotten hurt. They would have figured out enough, mm-hmm. kind of like kind of like last night. They would have figured it out, and they would have won that game. Uh, and then they sh- and then they had to, they collapsed against the Lions. Right. The, the Bears wouldn't even be in the hunt. They'd be on the other side of the tree. They'd just be yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could make a run here. They still, uh, I think. I think it was uh, was it, it was either Eddie Jackson or Jaquan Brisker. Probably Jaquan because he gets a, every time he sneezes he gets a concussion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was Eddie who said, "You know, we got five games left. We went out. We're in the playoffs. That's what we got to think of." That's it. So. That's where they're at. <laughs> Lions, Browns, Cardinals. Falcons, Packers, only Cleveland and Green Bay on the road. Uh-huh. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it could. It's not. It's not going to happen. But no, it's not going to happen. Of course not. But but just think how close they and they legitimately could be seven and five with this. They could, right? And they're not. And seven and five might be first place if that one win is. Because <laughs> are the Lions are the Lions eight and four right now? Or nine and three. Uh, I feel like they're eight and four. Right. But... So if that one, if you factor in the one win against the Lions, Bears would own the tiebreaker. Lions are eight and three because they've had their bye. Eight and three. Eight and three. Okay. So they'd be a half game back. Yeah. 
but with a win in hand. Mm-hmm. Right. So had they, if they would win, uh, the, win the next one in two weeks, they'd have the tiebreaker on the Lions. So, huh. Oh, well. See? Somewhere there's an alternate universe where the flu says the Bears in first place. Yeah. <laughs> I would, for the long-term health of the organization, uh, the, the current record is probably more beneficial than them being 7-5 and five that way would actually be. Without without a doubt, that would yeah. be very Dick Duran. Yeah, it would be Duran. Yeah. To be like, oh, well, you know, they're not horrible, but there's no future there. But hey, let's keep doing it because why not? Yeah. Um. I thought something else we could talk about Troy. I can't think of a good content. I could have written that down, but why would I want to do that? <laughs> Were there any good guests on the Manning cast? I, I wasn't able to watch Oh, there's that. no Manning. They didn't do a Manning cast for the Bears. No. Manning are trying to like, No, fuck that. We're not doing Have they done a Bear game? They think they did the Patriots, right? That's the only Monday night game they, they haven't watch. skipped. They I'm pretty sure they one. did the, the, the big win against the Pats, which yeah. still the biggest, the, the most impressive win of uh, the Eberflus era. Lucera, yeah. Yep. You know, the Pats, it basically started them on their decline that they're still on that's going to get Belichick retired and then on to a new team next year. Right. So what do we think about the, uh, how does the Frank Reich firing impact the Bears' quest to have, Mm. to get a surrogate number one draft pick? Mm. Because last year, when they whacked Matt Rule, they went three and three after that. Right. Hmm. And you know who their interim coach is? I don't. Oh. I actually do not. Oh, it's he was a as close as the Bears have had to an interim coach in recent years. Do you remember who coached the Bears when Matt Nagy had COVID? Uh Bill Lazor? No, it was um special teams coordinator Chris Tabor. Remember the confused <laughs> yeah, guy? Chris Tabor, yes. Uh, so he is taking over. So last year it was Steve Wilkes who did a really nice job for the Panthers and a lot of the players still think he should have been just given the job. Right. And mm-hmm. he went 3-3. Three and three. I don't, I'm not so worried about Chris Tabor uh, rallying the Panthers. Rallying the troops, uh, yeah. No, for the last what, was it only games. Was it only one game that he took over for Nagy? When he he did, over? and it, it was like when it's like when Andy Green would fill in for Ross, and Ross would still get the win. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Tabor did win. I think the Bears won, and then Nagy got it instead. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference with the Panthers, though. That. Whole situation it might, is fucked from the start. Yeah, it might make more of a difference in terms of who's the who the, who's the head coach going to be, and where does Jim Harbaugh end up, and anybody else who's how does that how does it affect that the coaching carousel? Sorry, I mean, usually distracted, right? distracted myself. Uh, Tabor uh, filled in for Nagy in twenty twenty one against the 49ers. Okay. That doesn't sound like a Bears win. It wasn't. 33-22. No. 
Yeah. The only um, notable yeah. win I remember from that year was the one against the Bengals. That was it. <laughs> um, yeah, so the Panthers, um, they've had five, six coaches in the last five years, if you include their interims. Mm-hmm. And um, David Tepper, who I don't know, you think is maybe is he Lou Tepper's kid, former uh, a former Illini great head coach? Oh man, yeah, he got to be related and made, and made billions of dollars as like a investment banker or whatever, and then said, yeah. you know, well, Dad, I'm going back to family business. I'm going to buy a football team. Probably, yeah, yeah probably yeah. not. <laughs> um, he wants to get somebody big. Like he, they, they've already said he's he's going to call Belichick. Mm-hmm. And be like, hey, you want to come run this thing? And Bill's going to be like, no, I don't. <laughs> Not I don't, really. I don't I'm... want to do that. No, sorry. Uh, he tried to get Harbaugh last time. Um, the big name it's been connected to, and I love this. This was so Ben Johnson, not the uh, not the former not the sprinter. Canadian uh, sprinter with the John DeSize and the flunk drug test. Um, the offensive coordinator of the Lions. Okay. He... That's the guy they think. He's from North Carolina. Those people are already connecting dots. Mm. Do you think he do you think that carries any weight at all? No, I think oh, zero. I'm from that state. Really. I'd love to go coach that team. <laughs> no. Right. No. I can um, live at my mom's old house. Yeah, I'm I'm sure Marv Levy was really dying to come coach the Bears when he was with the Bills all those years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would coach him now. If they'd call him up. Yeah. What is he, 97? He'd do it. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we could do worse. Well, the other thing, too, normally when you have, a, you know, the worst team, at least you're like, well, at least we got the draft, the yeah. number one bad no, draft. They don't we have could that. Draft, they, they, we could draft they, a stud quarterback right. for every building. Yeah, and I think, you know, you've got to get a guy then who looks at Bryce Young and is like, mm-hmm. that's the guy I want. It's, right. That list has got to be pretty small. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. do, do you think one day we're going to look back at that draft and the decision the Panthers made to take Bryce Young over Stroud in the same way that it was reminisced for many years about the Bears taking Trubisky over Mahomes? Oh, I think people are already doing it. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say when they lost the coin flip for Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> I still think, you know, the Bulls lost a coin flip for Magic Johnson. I still think David Greenwood, if you look, if you compare their careers, mm-hmm. sneaky, sneaky competitive to Magic, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. the Bulls really lost out then. Well, maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah coin flips. Haven't, go, haven't gone Chicago's way. Nope. Yeah, it, it really makes you wonder, though, what they were... Like not only did they value Bryce over Stroud, they valued him so much they had to get to the front of the line to get him. Yeah. And give up a lot. Yeah. Like Oh man. You know. Yes, they did. Including the guy that he he would make him much better if he was throwing to, DJ Moore. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They basically killed their they set their franchise back ten years with that pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's how bad it is. I was listening to somebody on the, on the Athletic, and they're like, well, you know who would make sense for that job, considering... Now, the guy was prefacing it with 
really good candidates are going to be leery about going to Carolina because you know Frank didn't get he got eleven games and got whacked, yeah. right? Um, and so like okay, so you're going to need a coach who you're going to want somebody who's who's kind of proven he can coach in the NFL, but who doesn't have a lot of leverage. Well, <laughs> the, the there's a guy okay. who coached he was an offensive coordinator for Bryce at Bama, Bill O'Brien. <laughs> Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, they're already down. They're, it's two days, and they're already down to Bill O'Brien on the list <laughs> of best we could do. Oh, that's sad. Because I want to know. Maybe Bears, So that's. Of course, right, right. I don't know. Maybe Carolina might have Josh McDaniel written all over, too. Yeah, why not? Give it a, give it a talk, shot. Talk about a guy with no leverage. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Um, I mean, I'm acting like it's a foregone conclusion that that the fluce is out, um, mm-hmm. based partially on the fact that polls, you know, it publicly is still very supportive of his coach, and you should be until the day you kick his ass out the door. It doesn't right. do you any good yeah, right. to be like, you know what, he's a see, fucking moron. But let's see if he can turn around. The uh, see, see Hoyer, comma Jed. By yes. the way, right. <laughs> oh Rossi's a hell of a guy. He's doing a great job. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, by the way, we just fired him. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys happen to see the news about Craig Council? <laughs> <laughs> um. But I guess it was the the the, the first kind of like public complaining was um, polls complaining, and it's a valid point that on the final Lions drive, Montez was not in the game. Because the Bears rotate their defensive lineman, and it wasn't his turn. And it, you could hear Poles' head start to explode on the phone. Yeah. As in, you do that rotation to keep guys fresh for the end of the game. <laughs> right. You don't rest them at the end of the game. If your rotation is so like tight that you can't make an exception for that, you need to take your rotation and shove it up your ass. And if somebody make up a new one. And then Foose is like, well, I don't do that. I have a defensive backs coach does that. Right. <laughs> It's like no, no uh, uh, don't you know, no, don't do that. Yeah. Whenever a head coach doesn't take the blame for something, it's like it's it's that's kind of an IQ test because you're the head coach, you're going to get the blame anyway. Right. So you might as well take right. it. Right. You're going to get blamed no matter what. So yeah. if you deflect, now you're just going to get blamed for what happened and for not manning up and taking the blame yeah. for whatever happened. Exactly. Exactly. So even if it's not your fault, it's your fault. Even yeah, it is. Even if it's not, it is right. Buck stops here. But yeah, I um, maybe it's the Vikings' interior line is bad. I don't know, but uh, it was really nice to see Jervon Dexter. I thought it had mm-hmm. several good plays. I mean, that's a very important position for the Bears, as long as they're running this version of the defense, is to have a three technique who can throw some people around, and he seemed to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Terrell Smith played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's back in Minnesota. <laughs> that's right. Very comfortable. Right. I played right across yeah. the street. I, I love it here. Right. Um, but yeah, now... I mean, it's probably a little easier to play defense when Josh Dobbs is um, 
I was trying to think, and I'm sure it's happened because they're the Bears. But can you guys quickly off the top of your head think of a pass as poorly thrown as the when Dobbs missed Addison all by him. So Kyler had fallen down, and Addison mm-hmm. is alone. And all you have to do is I just if you throw it towards the hash marks, it's a touchdown. He just let him run under it. But he threw yeah. it yep. out of bounds. Just keep it in bounds. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Probably Mitch, <laughs> Mitch probably had one of those. It's a, maybe probably not that bad. Left, right? Wasn't it Mitch? Which we couldn't Mitch throw. Because where was left? Wasn't that the? Yeah, it was his left. That was the video that everyone always tweeted. Yep. Turned out not to be true because he couldn't uh, really throw to his right either. So, <laughs> that's how Mitch proved it. He's like, I, I want to get out in front of this. this is bullshit. Yeah. I throw just as poorly to the right as I do to the left. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. Yeah, there's got to be a J1 up there that compares to it. Yeah. J just winging it through the end zone. <laughs> Look how far I threw that. That's great, J. That was, that was very impressive. It's not punt, pass, and kick. They're not getting the tape measure out for that. Uh, that's just an incompletion. I, I hate to tell you, buddy, but uh, not so good. And then, uh, I mean, what else are they going to say? But Joe and Troy talking about how Kevin O'Connell said, um, "Really want to, really want to bring Kirk back." I <laughs> 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 just imagine the Vikings fans, like we know uh, what that's like. They're like, "Oh." Why? No, we're finally out from under this. Right. Go find anybody else, please. Anybody. And they're like, what a great guy Kirk is. He tore his Achilles, and the next day he was handing out turkeys. Slinging hash. It's like, well, it wasn't. Is He didn't hurt his turkey leg. No. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, so of course. He's, I don't know, did either of you watch Quarterback, that documentary on Netflix that was Sam Mahomes and uh, Marcus Mariota? And people Get are like, especially like Good Morning Football. The guys like Good Morning Football are like, yeah, you watch this and you tell me you don't like you don't like Kirk. You don't think Kirk is like a you know a really good dude. I watch them like he's fucking weird. That's what I. Yeah, and his wife strange. is creepy and she's weird and the kids are weird. Everybody's weird. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's a cult. There's it, they're mm-hmm. in a cult. It's very clear. Um, he does this thing where, <laughs> and I wonder if it works. So he uh, he has this guy come over, and he puts this like this like mesh cap on Kirk's head and then it has like hey that's like electroshock therapy I don't know what it is it's supposed to like stimulate his brain activity oh now, number one does it work through the hair <laughs> I don't think yeah. I think if you're really into this you have to shave your head right to make this yeah. work I would think and they're going on and on about it. Kirk will do anything it's like no what that is Kirk that's a guy who has way too much money right he's made he's averaged like 25 million dollars a year for like eight years now He's got money coming out of his ass, and he'll just piss it away yeah. on some junk science thing. That seems like a thing that the Cubs will have to get for the pitch lab. And Boog can go on about it. Oh, they just they put the brain cap on this guy, and oh, my God, look at it. He's throwing 40 miles an hour faster than he used to. Wow. Um, well, I was going to say we could guess the line for this. There is no line. Although, There's no line. the bye, two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Bears. <laughs> oh, well, you got yeah, yeah. yeah, the bye. Yeah, I'll take the bye there. Take the bye, and the, I'm taking the over, strangely enough. <laughs> yeah. Bears-Lions in Detroit closed at, what, eight, eight-and-a-half? Yeah, because the uh, Darnell Wright's uh, <laughs> own goal 
uh, <laughs> flipped it for seven, right? right? Yeah, I had well, seen it get what, down to seven like, and a half, was, and that made it eight. So, but but what was the line when it like when the game started? Was it seven and a half or eight? I think you could get seven and a half or eight, depending on where you shopped. So I think most people got gotcha. eight. So he um, okay he, he eliminated the cover, but he got he at least he got you. Excuse me, at least he got you a push. Mm-hmm. So oh. We're gonna try to guess the line. Is that the is that the deal? He was just if we want just reminiscing, just speculate it. Let's try it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Remember some lines. There. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you can bet it. Just do some early shopping. Mm-hmm. That'll be week fourteen. Yeah. God. Oh, DraftKings. Oh, here it is. Oh. They actually do have it. Yeah, they do. Sometimes they do have it, like, weeks in advance like that. All right. You guys can guess it. I got it. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it's definitely going to change between now and then. But I'll say Lions are six-and-a-half point favorites. All right. I'll say Lions five and a half. It's four and a half. Oh, four and a half. Okay. Over okay. under forty six and a half. I think it's the highest over. Nope. Uh, Bills Chiefs is that week. Forty eight. I wonder which will be the national game: Bills Chiefs or, or uh, Bears Lions. It's probably a, oh. a tough one. Mm-hmm. Eagles Cowboys even higher. Forty eight and a half. Ah, uh, that would make sense because they played a really good game last time they played. We don't have to worry about that. We get a we get a second Sunday in a row with barreless, just like the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pretty soon we'll get all yep. Sundays in a row. Repping for the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already uh, just I'm already just breaking down draft video. That's I'm grinding I'm grinding tape, guys. We're gonna go. have Good. Adam Hogue over. We're gonna we're gonna grade every bear player for the entire season. Nice. Still, my favorite part of the Hogan Johns podcast is when he'll say something like, "Well, I haven't graded, I haven't graded the tape yet." Oh, oh boy! <laughs> okay, I know you're a special teams coach at Har- at Carmel High School. I'm really right. waiting. I wish you publish. Actually, they probably do. Chuggle probably does publish his. They do weird stuff for that. If you pay oh. for the, the subscription, like um, mm-hmm. some random guys like draft rankings. You got to see like his spreadsheet last year or something. It's like uh, I don't wow. know if there's a value yeah, there. That's- Money well spent, right there. So uh, I bet on, um, I bet on uh, Michigan Ohio State on Saturday. Oh, you did. Okay, nice. I uh, just figured. I just assumed Michigan was going to beat the shit out of Ohio State. I'm like, you know, if they're going to win, I'm, I, I want to at least get some money. If I have sure. to watch these assholes prance around, I don't like either team. So it really, couldn't win, couldn't lose because I was going to yeah. be happy that one of the two sides lost. I also found this. Maybe you guys did too if you watched the game. Because Harbaugh wasn't there, mm-hmm. I found myself hating Ryan Day even extra. Because <laughs> I think normally I would have been, oh, that guy's a dick. Oh, Harbaugh, he's a dick too. But it was like just every, all my that guy's a dick thing was focused right on Ryan Day because yeah. Harbaugh wasn't around. Like, right, normally you would split the vote, yeah. but yes. there was no vote to split. I would just be so like, all, both these guys are assholes. I focused yeah. it all on him. <laughs> Well, I got it was I got Michigan, uh, Michigan plus or Michigan minus three, and uh, the only reason I bet it was there was a boost, so it took the odds to something that were you know the payoff was something that was actually worth it. 
Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching the game, and some for some reason in my mind, this is what a great better I am, I, for some <laughs> reason, had two and a half in my mind. I'm like, well, they're up three. Um, this is good. Yeah. And then it dawned <laughs> on me. Um, Michigan had a third and eight in Ohio State territory. And I'm thinking, shit, it's three. It's not two and a half. If they get a first down here, <laughs> I'm going to push. Yeah. Yep. So for the only time in the whole game, I was like super invested. <laughs> in and I went like, Ohio State stopped him, and I was all excited. Then Michigan's little kicker comes out. And I'm like, well, shit, he's got to make this. And he did. Yeah. So that's why I, uh, you know, I'm a terrible gambler, so I try not to do it all that much. Nothing better than making a bet and then forgetting what I, what, what the spread <laughs> <That's> is. Like, <laughs> right. It was uh, Jimmy the Grace. It has happened to me before where I've thought I've won. Like, oh, oh right. no. I go to the app and look yep. and go, oh, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. No, that was six and a half. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's <laughs> usually me anytime I bet an under in football. I Like, it's it's if I'm betting an under, it's usually a game I'm, like, not interested in enough to even watch. So I'll just assume it's going to hit. Life's, life's too short to bet the, bet the under. I'm going to get you a VEASAN. <laughs> It's never under till it's over shirt. You can wear that around. Ah, there you go. There ah, you go. there you go. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't have any. I mean, we kind of we went over it anyway, but we're not going to make a pick. Because how could we pick? Nope. We don't not know. Maybe the Lions could. Who knows? Maybe uh, Aiden Hutchinson will break both of his legs. And then that right. completely change. Right. We don't want to get happen. on the record. I know there are people who. I'm sure there are people who track our picks. Oh God! God help them. Bet based on how we pick. I don't. You know, I don't want to mislead anybody, so they have to wait. Uh, but they're not exactly. going to know because we're not going to do a podcast next week. So maybe we should pick the game. I was going to say we could we could pick after the game. Then we'd be oh, that would be even better. Let's do that. There we go. Let's do yes. it. We'll yeah. it. So if you want to hear who we pick, tune in two Tuesdays from now, and you'll hear who we picked. And I have a feeling all three of us will be right. Yeah. Yes. Responsibly bet your entire net worth on what we say. <laughs> well, that's great. All right. All right. Well, thanks, guys. But thank you. Thank you. Many of us have herpes. This fitting has got to be done with one of the best games of all time. Just unbelievable. Got to congratulate the uh, the Dolan family. I don't know. What's up yours?